Yo, yo, this is Stuff Thark checking in with Good Morning Aurora. Make sure you tune in to that first, second largest city in the Illinois podcast. Later. Rise and shine. Pour yourself a cup of coffee and tune in to Good Morning Aurora. News, weather, and really cool interviews. Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. The time is 6.23 a.m. You are listening to Good Morning, Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. The sounds that you might hear in the background are the construction work taking place right outside of our office here in the lovely downtown Aurora area, as you already know. So deal with it and bear with it with your boy, please. Hey, this week was a great week. Uh, it's Friday, so we had our one-year anniversary this week. It was on Tuesday. Thanks to everybody who wished us and uh, showed us some love. We appreciate that. And uh, tonight is the night. We've got the party at McCarty Mills starting at 5 p.m. So don't forget about that. Come out, come out. Holla, holla, holla. Check it out, check it out. All right. So uh, let's get into just a tad bit of news. As you guys know, it's Friday, so this is the day for Jeanette Splaining. We're going live at 8 o'clock a.m. on our Facebook page and YouTube. You know how we do it. All right. So uh, a couple things that are going on tomorrow. We've got the Long Grove, or excuse me, Fisher Middle Schools teaming up with the Aurora Area Food Pantry. Okay, and they're going to be putting together uh, a pop-up food giveaway. Food for 200 families will be distributed. So if you know anyone who can benefit from from some food, uh, please let them know about the Fisher Middle School initiative. We've posted that on our Facebook page. Um, And you know what? Other than that, we also have to let you know that the ILRPP, the Illinois Rental Payment program uh, is open. The application portal goes live on Monday the 17th. So get ready for that. If you need help, questions, or have concerns, you can reach out to The Neighbor Project located in downtown Aurora 32 South Broadway. Go to neighborproject.us. All right. And that, my friends, is the news. Remember, come on out to the party. Thank you to all of our friends, fans, and subscribers. Stay tuned with us. We got so much more coming. Wednesday next week, tune in for Buenos Dias Aurora. And then the Friday after that, another episode of Jeanette Splaining. And that is the news. Good morning to you, sir. Good morning, man. How you feeling? Uh, you know, it's the morning. We're good. Yeah. Thursday morning. Nice and early. Uh, so for our listeners and our viewers, let us know who you are and where you're from. Um, I'm Omar Oaxaca, and then I was born and raised in Aurora, and I work at the Big Boss Barbershop. Okay, all right, all right. Born and raised, are you an east sider or a west sider? East side. Okay, yeah. all right. Our people here are really, they're always telling us that, like, Tomcat. Yeah. <laughs> they're proud of it's, it's the pride, yeah. Yeah. Um, so you've grown, been up, been here your whole life? Yeah. All right. Um, what's starting off? What's a big change, or one that you can think of right now, from the Aurora that you remember when you were young uh, to today? I think the city's putting more emphasis, like on like activities and community, like outreach stuff. Okay. Like I, me being a kid, I can only remember like like Juneteenth at the MLK Park, and right. then that was about it. Like or like the 
the Mexican Independence Day parade and right. Other than that, like I, I really didn't hear or see anything, any other activities. Now they got like First Fridays like popping, and they got like all, all these little shows going on. You're not the first person to say that. People have said that a lot. Like it, people use the word like it was dead. Right, right. You know, mm -hmm. like it was dead. It was yeah. only a holiday. Right, right. That something would be popping. Yeah, you find yourself in trouble, like in being bored or whatever. Right. Um, how do you feel? I mean, we are still in a in a pandemic. Right. But how do you feel, like outlook wise, about the city? Man, it's it's definitely a bright spot. Like it's definitely like you you're kind of proud to to work downtown or be able to see everything, especially like us. Like we're right here, so we see everything going on and. It's it's nice to see like the families bring their kids and stuff like that, like just right. walking around the city. So Big Boss is located on Stowe, yeah. And you guys are right by that Millennium Park thing with yeah. the gazebo and all that, yeah. yeah. So you're right, cause you got when it's nice in the summertime, right. you got flowers. The kids are playing. They used right. to do music at that thing. Yeah. yeah, they shut down the whole the whole block most of the time. Like before the pandemic, like it'd be like a block party from from uh, Galena to. Was it Downer? Yeah. Yeah. They'll shut down the whole block for us. Like, like it'll just be people walking around, different vendors and stuff. Like, um, Yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're fine. Um, and then they weren't they going to do that craft urban next door? Yeah, they, they, I guess they delayed it. And now, like, I don't know if it's the same people, but they're, they're built, they started to, like, develop now. Like, they got people in there tearing it down and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah, y'all yeah, cool. right next door. Y'all got the scoop. Y'all yeah, got yeah. the inside scoop. All right, all right. We see people all the time. <laughs> um, all right. Growing up, what impact did your mom have on your life? Man, my mom was everything to me, to be honest. Like, you know, you, the dad's always the provider or whatever, and then the mom's always like, well, she worked too, so she worked and still, like, tried to, like, help us out at home. But, like... There's only so much stuff that she could do. Like they came over from Mexico, like in the '80s. So like it's just like they're still learning and we're learning at the same time. So, but she made it feel like we weren't like you know we didn't grow up like good. Like we grew up good. Like but like we just are. She never made it seem like we grew up like kind of lower end. No, I know what you mean. Yeah. You never realized that when you were a kid. Right, right. Now, now I'm just like, oh, Sam. Yeah. Know, like she did it. Like, right. Oh, both of them did. I'm not gonna discredit my dad either. That's the, um, the blessing of a parent. Right. 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 You don't even know how bad it was when we was a kid. Like, right. You know, At all. Yeah. That ramen noodle tastes good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We was smacking it. <laughs> um, what'd your mom do? Uh, she worked for this uh, fire alarm company. This is like a, a warehouse factory. Okay. And then my dad worked, was bouncing around warehouses and stuff too. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, so, you go, you graduated from East. Mm. Tell me what life was like for Omar when you graduated East. Roses, beautiful, happy birds were chirping and all that. Man, like at first you're like. It, it was cool because I got accepted into like college and stuff, so mm -hmm. like you're just happy to be going to college. Right. And then you get there and you're just like, well, I wasn't ready for nothing, for none of this stuff. But right. like it was just a learning experience the whole way through. So when you, uh, what college you go to? Uh, Benedictine University. Okay. Yeah. In Naperville, Lyle. Lyle. Lyle, right, yeah. Um, did you always 
know that you wanted to be a barber or no. what was happening at that time? I was trying to be like in marketing and stuff like that. Like I was, I, I got sold the the dream almost, you know what I'm saying? Go to college, get your degree, you know what I'm saying? So like, I, it was just like, uh, like do that and you'd be successful. But then like, you know, like two years in, I was just like, yo, this ain't for me. And you know, you 20 year old lost, you know what I'm saying? Just working at a regular job. Right. It was, it was cool. Like it was cool for the time being. So what was your first job out of college or uh, around that time out of college and high school? I was working at a dealership. I was working at the Jaguar Rover dealership on on Ogden. Okay. Yeah, I was just a porter washing cars. Right there by Jamato's. Yo. That place fire. Yeah, yeah. Real good. (laughs) Shout out to Jamato's. Yeah, for real. Um, so you're working there as a porter. What are you feeling like at this time though? What's what do you what's on your mind? It's fun. It was fun like being around the people and stuff like. But like, after a certain time, like the money's not there. Like you, you, I was work, living at home, so like it was straight. But you putting in like all these hours out there, and then you're only making like four hundred bucks or whatever. But like, you're you're driving these Range Rovers and these Jaguars, and you're delivering like all, I met like Tom Skilling and stuff like that, like the weatherman. Oh, what? Yeah. yeah, they had like a lot of a lot of cool clients. Right. So like you're you're like ah right, this job ain't bad, but like. Like, I definitely need more than this. Like, and I always, every job I get, I always like have some type of like authority issue. Like, where like I hate when people tell me what to do, or whatever. <laughs> so uh, the the manager that I was cool with, she was leaving, and the manager that was gonna take over, I, I hated him. Like, I like well, I didn't hate the big word, but like I just didn't like how he ran stuff. I get you. Yeah. So I was just like, nah, this ain't for me. Like, I I, I left. I was like, well, I. I was started like doing the plans to leave and stuff. Mm-hmm. What came next after that? Uh, barber school. Really? Yeah. One day I got in a in a fight with him. I got like we got argued about something. Who the manager? The man, the the new manager that was gonna be there. Oh, this gonna get good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this we, gonna get good. We got in an argument about something, man. It, it was something real petty, but like you know, the you give somebody like a position and they think they're the top dog or whatever, and then. I was, that day I was going home, well I was going to go get a haircut, and I was like, man, like what do I like to do, like what, what is there something that I wish I was doing, or like something I wouldn't mind doing for the time being, or whatever, and then I was like, man, I'm not getting a haircut, and then I was like, when I got, I, I, I've been cutting my hair with the same barber for like 10 years, probably not 13 years, mm-hmm. and then, so I, I started asking him all these questions, like, this was like around October, I started asking him all these questions, like, you like cutting hair, da, da, da. and he was like, yeah, yeah, And then, sure enough, like, the next month, I was looking for barber schools, and by, like, January, I was already enrolled, like, into barber school, yeah. Really? Yeah. So you, you didn't waste no time. Nah, you, you know what, though, like, thinking back, like, I've, I've been told to, like, maybe start cutting hair, like, three, four, maybe five times, like, by, like, different people I respect and stuff. Right. So I was just like... I was like, maybe this is the thing I should do, like, at least for the time being. So you mean, before you were cutting hair, yeah. people were telling you, like, yeah. oh, you should... Yeah. It's funny how that happens in life. Right, right, right. You, don't, you don't think about it until later. Right, you're not even hearing it. You're, right. stuck, you're stuck in job mode. Right, like, right. Oh, I gotta punch in. I gotta right, punch right. out my boss. Yeah. So I gotta... Yeah. Mm-hmm. I get the... I talk, you know, we sit here and we talk. I get the funny feeling that... When you were younger, 
You wanted to be an athlete of some kind. Yep. yep. You did, didn't you? Mm -hmm. Oh, a football yeah. player. That's a dream. Yep. Tell me about that. Uh, you know, just growing up, I started playing football like sixth grade. I knew. I could tell. Yeah. I could tell. And I was always like, like a natural at anything I did. Mm -hmm. So like, not to brag and stuff, but like everything I did, like I kind of like picked up really quick. Right. And football was one of them, like. I started like right away over like the older kids and stuff like that like and I was always like a bigger build than everybody and then as soon as I got to high school like it just I was like man we gotta put this in action like, like we gotta start like taking care of your body and stuff like that like start lifting weights and stuff mm -hmm. but we got to like we got a couple offers like going into my senior year but senior year we got a new coach at East okay like we're always never good but like like I was, a, I felt like uh, it was cool to get noticed by schools and stuff. Right. Yeah, and then we got a new coach, and then we're just butting heads like twenty four seven. Like, like it was you just, and the coach, the yeah, new coach. Yeah. You know? And that goes back with like that little authority issue, or whatever. Like, he he was never showing respect to get the respect or whatever. He just kind of wanted yeah. like military style, or whatever. Yeah. No, I think um, to your point. I think what a lot of people don't get mm. is that, you know, it doesn't matter how long people been, like, supervisor, managers, and all that. Like, right. if the littlest guy on the totem pole mm. don't feel like you're, you know... Appreciated. Right. Yeah. It's the whole... It's just not going to work. Yeah. It's just not going to work. You can't rule people like... You know, Saddam Hussein. You right, know what I'm saying? Like it's it's not like that. And even them they got respected, you know what I'm saying? They got right. to get to a point to get to that point. Exactly. You know yep. People forget that though, on right. the way, you know, there's that old saying, um, it's like watch who you watch who you step on on the way up the ladder. You might right. see them coming back down it. Right. Yeah. Yep. Um you got any kids? No. Thank you. No? Yeah. Okay. Married? Nope. No? Mm -mm. Oh. I, you're like the yeah. You're like the first single no married person I've interviewed in a, a long time, bro. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot different nowadays than it was before. Yep. Yeah. Um, so tell us about the shop on Stope. How did it start? How did you get there? And uh, tell us the beginnings of that. So I, we're going on 11 years now okay. at, at that location. Or, well, that's the first location. Okay. But uh, yeah, I remember going like when I was younger and it was just like, Four, like three people there actually. It was just like Lewis, uh, the 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 two owners, and then the guy that cuts my hair, Jumba. Okay. And it was just three of them. That shop was empty, and now we got eight people there. Okay. So like, over the years you see different faces, but like most of the people there, like, like I have been there for a while. Like Malcolm's been there for like seven, eight years. That was been there almost the whole time. Okay. So like, and then like I've been there going about to be. Four or five years, so like, and then we have two new guys, uh, Angel and Eli. They've been there for like a year, or so. All right. But like, you definitely like going to get my haircut and stuff. You definitely seen the growth and the support of the community and stuff like that. Bro, I let me tell you something. I have passed by that place mm. a bunch of times. I used to live in downtown, so yeah. I I like go through there um, and okay. go to Treadwell. Yeah. yeah, bro, I've seen that place. Packed. Yeah. Like I've seen y'all doing, right. you know, I can peek through the window like y'all in there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I like that. Right. I think that people, the barbershop, especially in like 
the Latino community, the black community, mm -hmm. like our kind of people. The barbershop is the spot. Right. You're not just going in there to get a haircut. Right. right. It's the whole. It's the vibe. It's the come yeah. on, man. We in here chilling. Right. right. Probably for ladies, it's the hair salon kind of. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We get some ladies in there too, man. But yeah, mostly do mostly guys. Okay, so you guys only do haircuts for the gentlemen. Like no, it's not a salon in the back. No, like yeah, that. no. Okay. Any plans for that? Uh, you gotta talk to the the big bosses. Okay. <laughs> Me, I'm, I I could see it, and I, I have different like views of what they could do, but at the end of the day, it's not my shop. Like, sure, sure. Yeah. Um, have you found what you're going to do forever? Uh, I, I like to say yeah, but at the same time, like, you're always going to, like, want to take on other projects and stuff like that, but, like, with this, like, I definitely don't feel like I'm going to work every day. I definitely like going to work. Right. Like, we're not open Mondays, but like, like Tuesdays my Monday. But I definitely don't wake up like, oh, I gotta go to work. Like, right. No, it shows. Yeah, it, I can tell. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I like, I like to be there. I like to, I always like to conversate with people, and they tell me their problems, and it's, it's kind of funny, but like, it's kind of cool, like being the problem solver. Yeah. Bit, yeah. Bro, when I had hair, yeah, <laughs> I would do that. I had my homie. You know, I had yeah. my guy. Right. right. I, if he's not in there, I ain't getting cut. Right, you know? right. <laughs> and you and sit I, back, you talk to your brother, like, yeah, man, yeah. you know, shorty tweaking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> shorty on some other yeah. stuff. Yeah, and it's crazy, like, how much, like, uh, respect and loyalty, like, your clients, like, kind of get you, like, not not overnight, but, like, definitely, like, over a period of time, like, you make friends and you're like, man, these are my guys, but you've been knowing them for, like, six, seven, ten years or whatever. Mm -hmm. These guys, I cut their hair twice, and they're like, ain't nobody else cutting my hair. I'm just like, all right, cool, yeah, whatever. Yeah, like, That's got to be a good feeling. Right, right. It has to be. Right. Um, Everybody wants to be wanted, right? Right, yeah. You know, also, too, in, in regards to that, mm -hmm. um, I had this conversation with my dad about a month ago. You know what everybody wants, too, mm -hmm. secretly? They want to be... Not only want to, not only appreciate, they want to be respected. Right. They do, man. Right. Even if it's, you know, there was a guy, he was painting on the wall of, or uh, the window of All Spoked Up. Uh -huh. And, like, everybody's walking past him, not saying nothing. Mm -hmm. But then my boy was like, yo, man, that's really good. And he was like, yeah. like yo, man, thank like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, he lit up. Like, right. yo, man, thank you very much, right. man. If you could just, you know, take a picture and just spread it. Right. That's good. Yeah. Um... What does America mean to you? Uh, man, like going, I think I still carry on from like my parents' perspective of it, but it's just, it's, you know, the land of opportunity. I, you can't, anywhere else, you can't really be what you want to be, like, and do what you want to do. Like, there's always going to be like a governing force kind of like on top of you. It's just, not necessarily like super freedom, but like it's definitely like you could do as you please, and if you dream it, you could probably you most likely even achieve it. Like, right. What's wrong with America? Uh, it's sometimes like the the leadership kind of like trickles down, mm -hmm. and like the past four years was kind of like a hard spot for like, you know, minorities growing up and stuff. Mm -hmm. But definitely like having 
having the leadership not be leaders and and show like this different side of, of America, it kind of trickles down and it makes like even like the like I said the, the bottom person on the totem pole kind of feel like they leveled up or or they're too good for the. Um. What is something that people get wrong or common misconception that people have about being a barber? That's um, the number one thing that people like, they got it twisted. They, for the most part, man, they just think like, or like ghetto, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this ain't a career. This is just a, a hustle to make money. And man, like anything else, if you dedicate it, you're, you're going to make money. And it, most of the time, it's not even about the money. Most of the time, it's, you just got to be happy. And if it's not causing too much stress, like, you should be fine. But definitely, like, I've been to barbershops where, like, guys are selling, you know, drugs or mm -hmm. whatever and playing all the rap music and stuff. Like, and it's kind of not a place where you want to bring, like, your kids or... Mm -hmm. Or your girl or your mom or whatever, like to drop off your brother to get a haircut. Correct. So like that that image of like uh not ghetto, but like that image of not being professional is, is definitely like it's kinda like overturning a little bit because the the newer age of barbers, but like they're they're still gonna be there. But it's our job to kinda like be professional about it. Um, yeah, you're right. You're right. Mm -hmm. Um and because I'm that, yeah, you can't be having, you can't be having, you know, the, the world's most profane rap music playing. Right, right. With, and you bring your kids in there, like, right. it's just, that just doesn't go. Right. You know, it's just not, it's not professional, no matter what you're right. doing. Um, and I think that the profession of being a barber because it's been like cool right because it's not corporate america urban, i think yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. people have been yeah. like oh we can yeah we're free we yeah it's my uncle shop yo you yeah. know yo turn that little dirt up yeah, yeah. <laughs> put that money back you right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and i think that that has still been the norm right, you right. Know? but you're right it is kind of changing because people have like more professional shops to try to do more. Right. And I'm not saying like if you listen to that music or or engage in all those activities, like you're you're a bad person. Like right. I listen to all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I drink or whatever, like on the weekend and, and you know, sometimes it's time to be a professional. It's it's time to be let that kinda of behind at least for the, the couple hours that you're at the shop, like 'cause if if you're comfortable with bringing your your people in like that, then you know that that's on you. I know I wouldn't be like, right. but right. that's how everybody is. All right. So, where does where does Omar hang out at? Where does Omar eat? Where does Omar think they got the best tacos in Aurora? What you know? Where where uh, the brother be at? As far like tacos, man. Like my sister caters tacos, and they're they're like my favorite, but like. Oh, so she ain't nobody else. No, no, she she only does them like every other week or whatever. Okay. So like I usually go to like uh, Taque Durango right here on uh, La Salle. Up the street, yeah. Yeah, my buddy owns that one. So like, and obviously I wouldn't go. 
I'm gonna support, but like if it ain't good, I'm not. I'm not gonna support as much. Like I feel. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm not gonna hurt my stomach for for the, for the support. Yeah. Why but, you don't eat them tacos? You be shouting out like, don't trip. Yeah, don't, <laughs> you know, we eat them. We eat them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's there's definitely a bunch of like local spots that are really good out here, like like uh, Tecalitlan right here on the corner. Yeah. Uh, that place is really good, La Quebrada, and then like other like. They just put a new Puerto Rican spot right here on Broadway. Oh yeah, Chupacabra place. Yeah, yeah, I had it when they were at the taco truck, and it was pretty good. And then I, I, I don't know if they changed anything, but I, right. I really want to try it. Like, okay, yeah, I had uh, I had La Quebrada for the first time like a month ago. Oh yeah, yeah, it was fire. Yeah. Oh my god, I was like, how did I miss this right. spot? That place is definitely more like a like a plate place. You know what I'm saying? Like you get the plates and then. It's a lot better than like eating like the tacos and like the like to Mexicans like tacos and tortas and burritos. It's more like street food. So like the plates are definitely like the the restaurant style food. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I gotta actually um, I gotta keep that in mind right. when I go to these places too. Right. I should be judging them or not judging them, but you know what I'm saying. Like I should be aware that like. You know, if you're always eating that, that street food as right. opposed to like platillos, is that what they call? Yeah, like platos, yeah, platillos. Yeah. I only know that because I got the I got the menu for Durango at the crib. I'd be looking like, okay, yeah. platillos. Like Durango is like a like a taqueria, so that's like more like a not a street food. Like 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 they have that's like their main thing is tacos and stuff. Right. But like yeah, they definitely focus more on that. Right. Which isn't a bad thing, you know what I'm saying? Like like you kind of do want tacos or a torta yeah. or burrito. They got the counter too. Yeah. yeah. yeah right. Yeah. yeah. So it is kind of like. Yeah. You're not, you know. you're not like, oh, sit right here. Yeah. Here, like, they yeah. got the menu on the wall. You're like, you don't get what you want. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, and that's the spot to be at 2 in the morning when, when oh, it's all man, over. Man. What? Man, I'll tell you about this pandemic, man. All these late night spots are closed all the time. I'm more like at 1 in the morning, like, yo, what am I going to eat? Right. And I either go to the McDonald's on on Douglas and and Oswego. Yeah. And or or you're gonna eat cereal at the house. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Um, what is something that Aurora needs more of? Uh, definitely like more power to the youth. You know what I'm saying? Like, like the the kids and like the. Definitely, like the younger adults, like they definitely know what's what's coming up, what's on the cutting edge and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like when you have like, I don't want to say a bunch of old heads, like you know, you're you're gonna get traditional stuff, like, okay. and you know, nobody wants to go to the park and do hacky sack races and stuff like that. Like, right. You know, like we we want to do like the the fun stuff, like, and the kids definitely know like what the fun stuff is at the moment, like. I have nephews and nieces, and they think I'm like ancient. But like, I listen to the same like stuff they do, and I like the same things they do. But like, they're definitely like faster on it than I am. Like, yeah, nah, I, I'm a, uh, yeah, bro. Nah, I'm still youngish, <laughs> but I get yeah. People like swear like we boomers now. Right, right, right. right, right. <laughs> I'm like, man, dude, I'm only 26. Right. Like, like, I don't know what to tell you guys. Like, like I listen to the same stuff you're listening yeah. to. Yeah. Like, um, so my friend's daughter, right? So, um, we did the, we we're doing the Aurora cleanup thing, right. right? So my friend's daughter, she real good with the TikTok and all that. Right. So we made a TikTok for the show, but I don't, like, I'm not. Yeah. You're in so the I, background like, what? Right. 
So I was like, yo, show me how you do the thing where you throw it up and then it comes on your whole outfit. She was like, you don't know how to do that? <laughs> yeah. like, oh my God. Like, yeah. I'm like, yeah. Boom. Now, TikTok's one of the one things that I, I'm not on. Just because, like, on, on Instagram and, like, Twitter, like, you, they pop up all the time, so it's kind of no point in me like seeing it. Right. But like we're downloading it because I don't be like, like scrolling and scrolling <laughs> and stuff. And, uh, I definitely will stay up all night like doing that. Um. So in downtown, we got art, we got culture, mm. we got food, but I feel like we could have more restaurants and everything like that. Yeah. I really feel like we you could never have like. Too many. Too many options. Yeah. yeah. Um, now you mentioned that Big Boss has another location. No, no, that's the only location. Oh, that's the only one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like when I I got served up when we got to this location, but like that that's the only location. Okay, have. that's yeah. the only location. All right. Um, what's the best cut? It's uh, classic fade on. Okay. It'll never go out of style. Okay. It, there's always different perceptions of it, but that. Like a mid fade or like a low fade or high fade, like never out of style. Like, it, you could try like other things, man, but you're always gonna go back to that. To okay. That. And I, I think it looks the cleanest. Like, the less maintenance you gotta do on something, man, is the better for me. Like, right. Cause yeah, like you know the comores are cool, and now they're doing like crop tops and stuff, and I'm just like, like yeah, that looks cool, but you only do your hair like once a week, like you know what I'm saying? Like, right. Like, at least with the fade, like. Like you could brush it or whatever and it'll look clean, like but you know, every every year is a different style, every year is like we we definitely gotta be on the cutting edge of the style, like what are the celebrities doing? Like, cause people show us a picture of like Bad Bunny and be like, Hey, you know, I want this I'm like, Okay, like you know what I'm saying? Like, let me get this mohawk or now like the mullets in, like the mullets coming back like with a vengeance and For real? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like Right. <laughs> we do a mullet now. Yeah, the kids come in and they're they're like, "Oh, I'm gonna grow out my hair," and I'm just like, "For what? What are you gonna do with it?" He's like, "A mullet," and I was like, "All right, cool. Like, like we could do it." Like, is there a, is there a celebrity who's doing that? Ah, uh, man, it's not really. It's, it's a lot like in uh like like pickup trucks are really in like street trucks and like mm -hmm. stuff, and a lot of people like in Texas, like in like Cali and stuff. They just started doing the mullet, like, like, you know, like retro style, or whatever. Yeah. And it just picked up like crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to the mullet. Yeah. 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 It's just funny seeing like a like back then, like when you think of the mullets, like Billy Ray Cyrus and stuff, and not, yeah, that's what I'm thinking about. Yeah. yeah. From Sim, uh, some folk will never get told. Some folk Cletus. And now, and now you're seeing like a bunch of like little Latino kids and even grown men like like want the mullet like what. Well, the mother's been popular like in Mexican culture, like like amongst the older guys. Like mm -hmm. they get the Jerry Curl and the like, real curly and stuff. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't see. Yeah, <laughs> those are the people you see at the store. Like, yeah, what are they doing? Right. But yeah, the the kids are definitely into it. like. Like one of my boys, like he's growing out his son's hair for the mullet, like and and the kid digs it, like. That's cool. Yeah. Kids are always. I I do feel. I guess it's one of the things about getting older too. Mm. Like. You know, what we thought was cool, like, what's cool is only got a lifespan of, like, three weeks. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, the cool button is pushed every right. month. Every, yeah. Like, we doing something way You gotta different. renew your membership. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah. Um, I tell you, though, 
I could keep mullets mm. if they got rid of the jeans where they're skinny, but they still hanging down. Oh, where well, they still sag them and they're, yeah. they're, they're like this big. Yeah, you, yeah. Got the, you got the fruit of the looms yeah. and, and showing and all that. I, yeah, I, I never... I never been a fan of like people sagging their pants, but and then my mom always like my mom and my dad, they're always like you better pick up the pants. Nah, nah. So yeah. like now I like I don't even sag. I never sag like besides like in middle school like right. when when I thought it was cool, but yeah, just put them up to your waist, put on a belt, and call it a day. Um, all right. So before I get to the uh, before I get to the last question here, um. I would like to ask you, we are, we're coming out of a, of the, we're coming to the loosening up of stuff, right? So stuff yeah. is opening back up now. Yeah. River Edge Park is hiring, Paramount's hiring, so mm -hmm. people are like, oh wow, if shows open back up, this, that, and the other. Right. Um, as a personal, uh, you know, in, in your own personal opinion, how do you feel about everything reopening. Are you optimistic that there's a bright future mm. or do you feel kind of more cautious? Um, I want to say optimistic, man, because yeah. as long as there's like a certain like uh, like regulation that like they're following, like I'm okay with opening everything up. You know, like I wear my mask, like I always say I'm not wearing it now, but I wear it to work, like yeah. I wear it like while I'm working and when I go in the store, so that's not a problem for me. But like, yeah, like there's there's so many people like that that were like uh like they have jobs at the Paramount and they all these places that shut down. All the arts and the creatives, like they're they're the ones kinda like like from the Paramount closing, they're all kinda like suffering at this point. Right. Like everybody wants to express themselves. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm real optimistic with everything opening up and I definitely wanna catch a couple White Sox games and right. Bears game or whatever. Go White Sox. Yeah. That's what's up. And then, like, I'm cool with, like, the whole, like, there's no road behind you or in front of you. Like, it's just, like, those roads are closed. Yeah. Like, you have more space. I'm cool with that. Like, right, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We don't have to have two beers over here. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have to have 70,000 people in the stadium. We could have, like, 35. would be cool. Right. I, I went to the movies the other time for the first time. And then they had, like, a, like every row was knocked off. But, like, nobody was in the movie theater. It was just me. And then I was like, man, I just rented this out. Like, this is the coolest thing in the world. Like, but like, on yeah. the gram, like, hey, yeah. you know, it's all me, right? Yeah, yeah, I, I, did the, I did it, you know what I'm saying? Hey, nobody else could do this. <laughs> um, I, uh, to the question, though, I'm optimistic, too. I, do, yeah. I really do believe that, like, pretty soon it's going to be a good, a bunch of opportunities for everybody to open up. Right. And things are just going to be popping again. Right. Maybe I'm not, like paying attention to it as much, but, like, I haven't heard a lot about, like, this pandemic, like, cases going up or down or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, like, hopefully it's going down and hopefully everybody's, like, getting their vaccine or whatever. Yeah. And, like, yeah, just a little bit more normal. I wouldn't go as far as, like, how Texas and Florida, like, just opening up all crazy and yeah. stuff. Then their cases rose again. Yeah. Yeah. And I wouldn't go as far as that, but definitely, like, like everything at its, at its time, like, like, I guess the pandemic was definitely, like, helped a lot of people realize some stuff. But, uh, yeah, and, like, me, I like to be out and about, so it kind of, like, restricted me. But I'm not those type of people, like, ready to pop out and go right. crazy. Yeah. Right, right. Um, 
Oaxaca. That's your last name? Yeah, Oaxaca. That's a state. In Mexico, yeah. Crazy. Yeah. I I looked at it because I just learned how to say that. Right. Like a few years ago. Right. I was always going, Oaxaca. Oaxaca. I heard them all. Yeah. So I'm looking at it. That's a cool last name. Yeah. Your last name is your state. That's what's up. And it's funny because we're not even from there. Like you're not. Uh, uh, we're from up north, Mexico. We're from Durango. Okay. So like, yeah, like it's kind of funny. Like people like usually like not to be stereotypical. Usually like Oaxaca people are like they're shorter, more darker skinned, mm -hmm. and and we're like mountain men. Don't say we're tall, light skinned. Like yeah. We're just like they're like you guys from there? Like nah, man. Like like we're not like that. You know what I'm saying? Like. They definitely have different like culture and stuff. Yeah, like that. um, it's a slight stereotypical thing. You're the tallest Latino dude. Like Mexican dudes don't come very tall. Yeah, and you know what's crazy? Shout out to all my brothers. You know, yeah. yo, y'all know we, we could, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's crazy, man, because I'm the shortest one in my dad's side of the family. Okay. Yeah, like uncle's like six four. Dad, my dad's like six two. My brother's like six two. I'm six feet, like and like some chains. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And I, I was, I'm the shortest one on that side of the family. No, and I bet when you came in this, when I seen you walk down the hall. Like, Yo, damn, son, <laughs> big as hell. Been like the Vulcan. <laughs> yep. Um, last question. The show ends on a positive note. Right. What is your message for the day for the people of Aurora? Just be a good person, man. Like, you... You don't know what the next person's going through. You don't know what what they have on their plate. Like sometimes, like being a nice person to somebody, even saying hi or how you doing, like kind of like brightens up somebody's day. And right now, like I feel like nobody kind of wants to engage with each other. Like even like a hey, how's it going? You know, saying like good, how are you? Like yeah, like that that kind of like ah oh, cool, like whatever. Like this is this it's a good day now. But, and then just stay with a positive attitude, man. Everybody focuses on the negative, like, and you just gotta kind of like, like win the day, like, like, like find the bright spot in it. Cause you, you know, you're not promised tomorrow, but if you can make today good, it's, you know, it's better. You're an interesting dude, man. Yeah. You're an interesting <laughs> dude. And I say that, like, you know, I don't tell everybody, if you can watch the episode, I don't tell everybody that I've, inter I've yeah. interviewed some not interesting people. <laughs> but, like, what I find interesting about you is the fact that, like, for a guy who wanted to play football, mm. for a guy who, admittedly, has more than enough problems with authority, right. yeah. historically, yeah. Right, for a guy that started doing what he was told he should be doing later on, yeah. You're a very optimistic, upwardly mobile, positive guy. Uh, and this, and it's not that I try to be like that. You know what I'm saying? It, it just happens, and I definitely like if it doesn't bother me in a couple hours, you know, forget it. Like uh, today's a new day. Like if it, uh, if yesterday I had a bad day, then today's a new day, and it's a whole new twenty-four. Because. Yeah, your your attitude is mostly what you have. You know what I'm saying? Like you got a bad attitude, people are gonna think you're a bad person. Right. And I just try to be neutral, be be kind of more uplifting or whatever. Right. 
Yeah. There's times where I have my bad days. Everybody has their bad days, but the next day you shouldn't be like that. You ever mess somebody's hair up? Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, like <clears throat> in the beginning, like even recently, like well, I didn't mess them up. It's just like we kind of like didn't like uh, communicate it right. Sure. So like he asked for something, and I gave him like what I thought he wanted, and it wasn't what he wanted. Right. But like my clients are pretty cool. Like they they're like uh, like. The worst thing you could say, not the worst thing, but like one of the things you could say that kind of gets me like, what? Like, is uh, it'll grow back. Like, I'm like, <laughs> what? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it'll grow back. Like, all right, whatever. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> like, sometimes it doesn't grow yeah. back. <laughs> That'd be $35 for you. <laughs> yeah, for real, yeah. Oh, man. It was good talking to you. It was good talking to you, too, man. Nice to meet you. It was good meeting you, man. This was a, this was a, uh, this was a fun uplifting episode right, right. man Appreciate it, i man. swear man like people you know people don't get it like you the way you carry like the the disposition of being positive as opposed to being negative mm. can really add a lot of sunshine even on a dark day for anybody right. and people don't realize that man like people just like one bad thing happens man and that ruins their whole day like like come on just you know, right let, let's turn it over yeah on behalf of good morning aurora we wish you and Big Boss Barbershop, much success Appreciate in 2021, it. man. Appreciate 2021. Too, man. If you still got hair, <laughs> holler at the boys at um, Big Boss Barbershop. What's that address? 37 South Stope Avenue. That's right. Illinois. Get your cuts up. Ladies, <laughs> ladies, if your man is looking janky, send him in there. Holler, holler at Omar. Yeah, call first, though. Call right. first. <laughs> yeah, you might not have appointments open. <laughs> uh, we will see you guys back here tomorrow for another great, positive episode. Peace.